Merry Christmas, fearless moms. We are so excited about the holidays around here. And I don't know if you've been around for very long, but at Lake Hills Church and at Fearless Mom and in our home, we believe there's no such thing as too much or too soon when it comes to celebrating the holidays, when it comes to celebrating Christmas. I've literally had my tree up since mid-November and I, I mean mid-October, <laughs> to be honest, uh, mid-October and I feel sorry for people who haven't. So um, I hope that you are enjoying your holidays so far. I hope that you are feeling the excitement and the reason for the season. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about how we can set our hearts right for the holidays. Because we know as moms, we set the tone for the rest of the family. So let's start by welcoming in our online moms. Online moms. You may be feeling crazy, it may be hectic, but we are encouraged that you're taking a moment to watch or listen, to settle your heart and to set your heart so that you are prepared to celebrate the holidays. Because as we know, moms, we are a fountain and our children are drinking the overflow. So we want to make sure that we are spewing the peace, the hope, and the joy that God intends for us to spew, particularly during the holidays. Let's pray. God, we thank you so much for this day. I thank you for this church. I thank you for your word. I thank you for Jesus. I thank you that we get to live somewhere where we can celebrate big. God, we ask right now that you settle our hearts, that you remove distractions, that you open our eyes and our ears to what you want us to see and hear so that we can set our hearts right. In Jesus' name. And everybody said... Now, I come from a family that loves Christmas, and so each sister, I have two sisters, an older and a younger, everybody has a boy and a girl, it's so symmetrical, and so it, we all celebrate Christmas Eve at our own homes, and then we go to Mississippi to celebrate Christmas Day there every year, and my parents get so excited um, to have everyone there for a few days. Um, now, my mom got a little concerned as the children started to get older that perhaps their focus was on the presents. She was concerned about that because that was accurate. And so she began to think, oh my gosh, we are putting too much emphasis on the present. So I want to make sure all of the kids understand that it's really about Jesus. So she incorporated the reading of the nativity. My dad would read from Luke 2, and then there would be a nativity scene. She got a, a nice big one, and then she would wrap up the baby Jesus. And so one grandchild each year, we went from youngest to oldest, got to open the baby Jesus after Grandy finished reading Luke 2 and then would place the Jesus in the manger. Well, it became such a big tradition that it was so exciting to whichever grandchild got to open the baby Jesus. But one year, as Dad was getting ready to read, I saw a look of panic on Mom's face. And so I'm not, I wasn't sure what was happening, so my sisters and I were like, Mom, what's wrong? And she said, I can't find Jesus. And so mom had wrapped Jesus. She knew she had wrapped Jesus, but she could not figure out where she had put Jesus. So she thought maybe Jesus was under the tree. So we looked through all the presents. At the same time, she is saying, don't let dad know. He'll be so upset. Just stall him. 
And so we were trying to stall dad. Mom was looking everywhere for the baby Jesus. And so we stalled him as long as we could. Lo and behold, dad had gathered all the grandchildren up. He had his Bible out and he was beginning to read Luke 2. And there was no Jesus to be found. And so mom was looking. We all started looking. Mom came from her closet. Um, Anybody have a closet that maybe you wouldn't know if Jesus were residing in your closet? Um, So mom's closet was one of those. And so she comes out of her bedroom holding a present just as dad finishes reading you know Luke 2 and she turns to us and she goes I found Jesus so we have forever entitled that Christmas the year mama found Jesus But it was funny because we had all these family traditions, but we were still layering in new ones because mom's concern, as is our concern, that we can get too caught up in everything surrounding Christmas and remember the reason we are celebrating. As we said at Believe on Sunday, how we celebrate differs. It differs in our own home from year to year. It differs from one family to another. It differs from one season to another. And that's okay. How we celebrate doesn't matter. It's really about the why we are celebrating. And so what we want to do is just encourage you to set your heart right. Turn to your neighbor and say, set your heart. Set your heart. Do you know that we go around saying Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays? We want our families to have a happy Christmas, to have a happy holiday. But studies show that if you really want your family to have a happy holiday, focus on consumption and spending literally decreases happiness. Doesn't mean that spending decreases happiness. Doesn't mean that presents decrease happiness. It's when your focus is on consumption, what you're getting. Focus on consumption and spending decreases happiness. So then what is the answer? Studies show that if you want to increase happiness in your family, then you could focus on family and religious activity. Well, we just so happen to be having Christmas services, as are many other churches. So to incorporate that, we have um, online, we've put our LHC kids scripture reading for the Christmas holidays because we know that studies show, and that is not a research uh, project that our church did, that is from psychologists, that we can choose, everybody say choose, We can choose what our family focuses on. We can choose. Proverbs 4.23 says, Guard your heart, for it determines the course of your life. Guard your heart, for it determines the course of your life. So what we want to do is we want to check on our holiday heart. So hashtag holiday heart. That's going to be our hashtag through the holidays. You, need, you check yourself before you wreck yourself. Check your holiday heart. Everybody turn to your neighbor and say, have a holiday heart. Turn to your other neighbor, clearly your second favorite, and say, have a happy holiday heart. How can we be intentional? We learned all semester to embrace the responsibility of motherhood, to embrace the responsibility of our emotional health, our physical health, our financial health, our relational health. There are choices I can make and actions I can take in my life, in my marriage, in my family, in my home that can set 
my holiday heart right to be happy. I'm going to check my holiday heart. But it requires an effort. If you allow the holiday to you know, pull you along, you'll miss the opportunity and you'll probably forget what happened. But by golly, I'm going to be intentional. As my kids got older and went to college and I realized I only had them for a month, I became that much more intentional. Things changed. I have a picture of what our Christmas tree looks like now. Um, I think we can put that up. Let's see. We have a picture of my Christmas tree right now. There it is. See, there it's, it's a beautiful tree, isn't it? Look next to it. See those boxes? Those are my ornaments. And guess where they'll probably stay? In those boxes. Because the tradition in our family was that Joseph put his ornaments on and Emily put her ornaments on and then I put the other ornaments on. And so the last couple of years I've noticed. I get the boxes out, but I don't want to change. (laughs) I want Joseph to put up his ornaments, Emily to put up her ornaments. And then by the time they get home, they're so excited and we have friends over. So I just put the ornaments next to the tree. And I remember the ornaments, and I just set them next to the tree, and that's what works for me. But it has changed over the years. I still like to look at my tree and the lights, but we don't always get the ornaments on. There was a year when we got our tree up, and it was a live tree, and you know how you put the tree up and you wait for the limbs to fall? Um, Well, I waited for about a month and a half, and the limbs never fell because it was just like a Charlie Brown Christmas tree. So that tree never had lights on it or anything. Another year... I had to attach the tree to the wall with fishing line um, because it was a poor choice for a tree. But, um, you know, uh, you do what you need to do. You do what you need to do to set your holiday heart right because here's what we want, moms. We want calm in the midst of chaos. We want peace in the midst of the panic. Calm, and everybody's looking at me like, have you ever lived through Christmas? <laughs> but it's my choice. It's my choice. There are choices I can make and actions I can take. I choose calm over chaos. I choose peace over panic. It is my choice. It is your choice. So set it. Be stubborn. Do not grow weary in doing good, for in the proper time you will reap a harvest. If you don't give up, be stubborn. Just be stubborn about the right things and guard your holiday heart. Um, So choose peace over panic. Here's another one. Choose grateful over grumpy. Choose grateful over grumpy. I feel like maybe some of you may need to write that down. But um, we'll put out a little reminder during the holidays to choose peace over panic and grateful over grumpy because if we're not intentional, if we're not careful, we can get swept in the tidal wave of the holidays and we can think of everything we don't have instead of what we do have and we can get swept up in what I wish I could do for my kids instead of what I can do for my kids and we can look at social media and go, oh my gosh, every three-year-old is getting an iPad and a trip to you know Disney World and uh, no they're not no they are not you do what you can do choose a holiday heart peace over panic grateful over grumpy now how do you set your heart set your surroundings be aware be intentional about your surroundings do what you can do to make your home feel Christmassy whatever that is if it's a tree great if it's you know what I found these lights throw them on the sofa and plug them in you know it it will encourage your holiday heart whatever you can do do that do not look at what someone else does you can spend so much time wishing and wanting that you don't even do what you can in your own home so do Do what you can to set your surroundings. Also, I mean, those of us who, um, 
maybe don't drift toward order, really have to work twice as hard during the holidays to keep order. So orderly, decorated, and I don't mean top to bottom. Your house does not have to look like the Ritz-Carlton at Christmas. You know what? Go walk through the lobby if that's what you like. And then come home and throw up whatever you need to do. If it's just a picture of a Christmas tree stuck to your refrigerator, then do something to make where you are feel like the holidays and then also what you're listening to and what you're watching matters so be aware of the music that you're playing I mean a Christmas playlist um, should begin October 15th technically but if you're late to the end that's okay you can start today and so start that Christmas music in your home right now hymns Rudolph whatever it is it sets the tone you can't help but be happy when you are singing Christmas songs. And so if you want a happy holiday heart, you know what? If your kids are arguing, you just plug in that Christmas music and turn it up loud. And it will help your holiday heart. But you can control. You can control your surroundings most of the time. There are definitely variables that we can't control. So take responsibility and control what you can. Set your surroundings and set your schedule. Set your schedule. I am not a victim of my calendar. I'm not a victim of my community activities. I'm not a victim of my children's friends. I'm not a victim of the invitations. I choose what we participate in. I choose how I feel during the holidays. So I look at our family calendar and I decide what we're doing and when we're doing it. I decide, you know what, this tradition has been so fun but it doesn't work in our calendar this year. So what we're going to do is we're going to replace it with a tradition that does work in our calendar this year. Because I could do that tradition, but I wouldn't like any of you. And so what is the purpose of the tradition? Actually, traditions show to increase a kid's sense of identity and order. They know what to expect. So if the tradition is not increasing identity or order, feel free to remove it and to replace it with something else. You set your schedule, your mornings, your evenings. Maybe you need to uh, take advantage of that reading list from LHC Kids. We will post it again to set your family's heart on the reason for the season. Don't panic if your kids don't understand fully why we are celebrating it is a developmental stage and your responsibility is to keep exposing them to it and to continue to say the reason for the season is that Jesus came so that we could have life and you you know introduce it age appropriately and if you can layer on present Santa Rudolph lights all that great Great! Celebrate as long as you can remain with a happy holiday heart. So your mornings, be aware of your evenings, be aware of the parties. You don't have to attend every party that you get invited to, and neither does your child. Do you know that sometimes the best thing for your kids is to stay home? and listen to Christmas music, or to watch Elf together, or Rudolph, or whatever it is. Sometimes that's the best thing for everyone, and order pizza. It doesn't require, oh my gosh, I've got to make homemade gingerbread. If you can, more power to you. We celebrate your capacity. Bring some over to my house. But that is not my thing. My thing is um, being excited. (laughs) And so that's my gift, (laughs) you know. Um, And so I like to get excited 
fight it, but I am very aware at this point that if I am stressed, my children are feeling my stress. So I will do what I can do uh, to keep my holiday heart, to keep my holiday heart in check. Um, your time with your family. We do travel some. We, it, we've been married 26 years now, so we have found a rhythm with both sets of grandparents that works well for us. If you have a new child or you're newly married or you're still trying to figure out your rhythm, maybe people have moved. I'm going to ask you to be gracious and be flexible with your routine and understand that grandparents love your children as much as you do. And if you can work them into your routine, I would truly encourage you to involve them in your celebration however you can. Now, I'm going to encourage you, you know, oh, we're going to go stay with them for a month. You know, that is not for everyone. That is not for everyone. Be wise about the choices that you're making. Um, Be aware of the choices that you're making. But do what you can. Um, I think that our generation, um, we talk about the parenting pendulum. There's an adulting pendulum when we get married and when we have children. Um, We work so hard on setting boundaries and establishing our new family. And that is good and that is healthy. But sometimes our pendulum swings so far that we tell our grandparents and our older relatives... We don't have time for you. We are now establishing our own family. When in reality, the best thing for your children is that intergenerational mix. Um, whenever you can for the amount of time that you believe is appropriate for your family. So swing that pendulum right back here and go, this is what we can do. I also want to encourage you to you know, include your husband in the um, participation, I mean, you know, in the decision-making, in the setting of the traditions, in the celebrating. Um, include your husband because we have an opportunity, guys, We have an opportunity to raise a generation of strong, independent, competent young adults who love the holidays. And so you know that my prayer on Monday, I have a whole prayer list. Um, So on Monday, I pray for marriage. Tuesday, tenacity. Wednesday, way. Thursday, thankful heart. um, Friday, friends. Saturday, safety. And Sunday, salvation for my children. Well, when I pray on Monday, my prayer is literally this. God, give them spouses who love you who love the local church, and who love family. And it would be totally awesome if they also loved holidays. Because I tell my children all the time um, about marriage, I go, don't ruin my Christmas. Because if you pick a loser, then my Christmas for the rest of my life will be terrible. And so, you know what? It's important. Who you marry is important. And so, but see, I'm already trying to prepare my children for that. So I hope that they will involve me in that. But Christmas is a big deal. And we have an opportunity to teach our children that Christmas is a big deal. We have an opportunity to teach them that celebrating is fun, that celebrating is exciting, that celebrating can make you happy as long as it is based on the foundation of understanding why. And why do we celebrate? We celebrate because God sent his son for us. The Bible says, For God loved the world, everyone, so much that he sent his only Son, that whoever believes in him would not be lost, would not perish, but would live forever, would have eternal life. And so when we get distracted, when your holiday heart feels hectic, check yourself before you wreck yourself and think, holiday heart. That's my hashtag, okay? Holiday heart. 
holiday heart because there are choices I can make and actions I can take that can set my heart right. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Take control of your life. Embrace the responsibility for your emotional health. Do not spend more than what you have. That does not add to the joy of Christmas. That adds to the stress of January. And so what I want to encourage you to do is take responsibility, your emotional health, your financial health, your spiritual health, your relational health. Embrace it and celebrate big as long as you can keep your happy holiday heart. Let's pray. God, thank you so much for sending Jesus. Thank you for reminding us to set time, to make time, to stop, to pause, to remember that Jesus came for us. That Jesus came so that we might live in relationship with you. Jesus, you are the solution to the separation. You are the connector to our creator and we are grateful. Help us fix our focus. Help us set our schedule, set our surroundings to keep our happy holiday heart. God, hover over every family represented here in this room, every family listening. Remind them of your presence, your power, your provision. And help us keep a happy holiday heart. In Jesus' name. And everybody said? Amen. Amen.